Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's the After the Show podcast, precious. We don't care. We're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show. So tune in if you dare. KVJ Getrisque every single day is uncensored. We can say what we want to say. All right, here we go. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the KVJ After the Show podcast. Hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. Martin Luther King Jr. weekend went down. Lots of great festivities for a great American. A little colder weather, too. Oh, yeah, we were freezing our balls off at the fair. Mm-hmm. It was nice to be, you know, switching it up, though. I did like the cooler weather. I like I like cooler weather. I don't like bone-chilling cold where it's not even enjoyable to go outside and you have to dress like a roly-poly. Yeah. I, I like to be able to cover up the foo-paw, the belly, mm-hmm. get my T-necks out. Okay. <laughs> and then be comfortable. Well, Danielle was saying Virginia was anything but roly-poly. She said, I want to give her a heads up about how great she looks. I was at the fair on Saturday with my husband and our two kids. And my husband spotted Virginia, Panda, and baby Rocco. Yeah, I've been listening since middle school, and I'm now 36. I was too nervous and shy to say hi. My vodka and my lemonade hadn't quite kicked in yet. Aww. So I'm kicking myself for not saying hi, but I just couldn't get over how skinny and great Virginia looked. I know she'll love this comment. Hey, girl. Hey. Well, girl, thank you, because, yes, I do love that comment. I had on uh, some Spanx. Okay. Uh, pleather leggings Mm, and so they kind of like suck everything and make you look as tiny as possible and yeah do they really get constrictive if you start picking out yes and that's how you can't okay you can't pig out (laughs) you'd be miserable if you ate too much and you were in spanks oh yes you feel terrible you got a taper Okay. Gotta get the manx. The manx. I heard they do stuff for men like that. I heard similar. that it really yeah. helps. Uh, it does. They, yeah, they talk about men wearing girdles. You know, Elvis wore a girdle, and how it gives you confidence until you look in the mirror and you go, oh, "I'm wearing a fucking girdle." And then <laughs> the confidence kind of goes out the window. I think but they call the moment, it like a support shirt for men. They don't call yeah. it like girdle. Yeah, but let's not make no mistake about it. It's a girdle. <laughs> it's a shirt girdle. Yeah, it's a shirtle. You can do them and kind of take your man boobs and it sculpts them and makes yes. it look like you have. Pecs, which you don't. It's a complete lie. How you doing on your push-ups? Doing a little bit more, but I uh, didn't do any over the weekend, so I got to get back on track here this week. But, uh, yeah, last week I wasn't getting all the way to 100, but I got 61 day, 81 day. Okay. So I was, you know, I was at least getting close. So I That's need to good. refocus here today. 
So I, I think I'll be able to. My son's going to start uh, working out, I think, really for the first time. So he's going to be doing training stuff. So while I'm in there, hopefully I'll start getting back into it. I can tell that shirt you're wearing making your arms look a bit swole. I got a long way to go, but. All right, well. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate it, though. Okay. Yeah, because somebody's going to look and be like, his arms look like fucking toothpicks. <laughs> you're right. That yeah. is so funny. That's why I don't, yeah. Even when, even when Kevin was meaty Kev, hot dog neck Kevin, would go, man, Kevin's, would always talk about how big you were. Yeah. And these meatheads, Kevin's not big. I saw Kevin out. Kevin's not big. Jaybird, yeah. look, this is big. And then they flex for me. Yeah. I'm like, all right, dude. All right, I, I always win. have to taper your enthusiasm to put it in perspective. <laughs> yeah, then I got to deal with all these comments. Like, you went roided Ricky. Leave me alone now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me see other stuff other than the uh, South Florida Fair, Miami Dolphins game this weekend. Didn't go the way the Dolphins wanted, but it was a valiant effort and a loss and gives hopes for maybe improvement next year. We hope. They got a lot of, you know, Real excuses of why they didn't win. They right. Their third string, they, were, they, they had hurt yeah. players. Their running back was out. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Their best offensive lineman has about 10 things wrong with him. So I know a lot of people do this time of year, but they had some legit. I mean, the Bills had their starting quarterback in. They weren't on a third string. It really, when you talk about it like that, it kind of isn't a fair fight. You know, if Tua would have been there. Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, some people are saying that it would have likely been a Dolphins win if Tua would have been there. That's why postseason of any sorts is it's crazy in any sport. Anything can happen. You're right. If mm-hmm. your best if your best person sometimes your your top two people break down. And if it's a position like a pitcher in baseball, you're you're pretty fucked, man. No, it it changes the game. That's that's the hard thing why you just never know. You know, I mean, Ohio State was beating Georgia by fourteen in the fourth quarter and they hit their best player in the head. And knocked him out, gave him a concussion. And after that, Ohio State scored three points, and Georgia wins by one. So it, it changes the game. Is it true every time you get knocked out, you piss your pants? Or is, no. that, is that a rumor? That's got to be a rumor because this guy, was he looked like he was on the turf out cold. And he got up, and there was no pee-pee in the panties. Well, you may not know if he, you know, he could have. <laughs> I always heard if you pass out, you always piss your pants. I don't think that's true. Okay. You're gonna get an email from somebody. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've I don't think I've ever never heard that. Have you heard that? Every time you pass out, you piss your pants. I've only heard you say it, Jay Bird. Someone's gotta have my back on this. I cannot be the only one that's heard that before. That most of the time, if you pass out, you are waking up with piss. Your pants. Hmm. Huh. I swear this is not just a birdism. This is I've never passed out. Never? But I have pissed myself. <laughs> 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 wow, that's not. Yeah, I know one, not the other. Over under ten times in your life. We're not talking little kid. You know, we're talking the age of ten and above. How many times have you pissed yourself? Oh, over, oh definitely. God. And now, after I've had two kids, you know, sometimes like a really a joke that hits. Look at me. When you do physical comedy, I have to go relieve my bladder beforehand because. Sometimes you'll fall the right way, and I'll giggle, and I'll piss myself. Do you pee your pants uncontrollably like that, no. ever? No, I think women have a lot uh, bigger issue with, uh, you know, spritzing. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's so a girl you, thing more than it is a guy thing. Most women spritz you think a lot. No, I don't think most women, but uh, I think if I have a full bladder and you make me giggle, <laughs> oh, 
Amos Spritz. That's okay. First of all, that's such a disgusting term. Spritz is awful. It Kevin is. said it first, so that's why I said it. It always reminds me of that Whoopi Goldberg commercial. <laughs> yes, she did. There's a medicine that she started. Yeah, ladies can take that I think strengthens up your urethra or whatever it is down there that gets loose. Your, your Aretha Franklin? <laughs> it just, I guess it makes it tighter. I, I lost a punishment, and my punishment was I had to watch the Whoopi Goldberg commercial where she talks about spritzing, and I had to eat something. Runny you know, eggs. Oh, my gosh. That's Kevin made you eat runny eggs. <laughs> yeah, I runny think, eggs in a porta potty, I, I think. I think it was. That was something. Yeah. Ah. Well, I listen to uh, her talk about pissing her pants. Spritzing. That's why that word sticks up. You know, sometimes you spritz. That was a shitty punishment, man. Kevin, get your head. Today was a bad punishment. I don't care what anybody says. That was a terrible punishment. Yeah, that was rough. I haven't felt uh, right since I drank that. That stuff was gnarly, man. It It, looked disgusting. Not only tasted bad, but then, yeah, I just... I got a little bit of a headache, and I was, like, nauseous, and I'm like... I didn't like, feel good after that. No, I didn't feel good either. I really didn't. I, I, I did a phantom throw-up in the other room and scared the hell out of Suits and Denny's. <laughs> yeah, we... Nothing uh, came up. If you're going to Ralph, Ralph near Suits. <laughs> yeah. He'll he'll lose it, too. Yeah, we had uh, Miles in here from Aquaman Water Treatment Systems, and... I got in a water treatment uh, system because it was gunking up my water heater and, and my eczema is getting really bad, especially in the winter. So somebody said, that's ah, a lot more affordable than you think. So we got that thing done. And uh, yeah, it changed the whole water. And so he did this thing where he showed me what's in your water and it uh, it magnetizes all the metals and it'll come stick to this rod that's in there. So it pulls out all the gunk. Oh my and gosh. It's crazy what crap is floating around your water that you can't see i'm showing it right now on kvj tv if you missed it today you can really see what the hell it looked like i mean look how gnarly that is yeah can't imagine why we don't feel well yeah everyone keeps on saying well you know you drink that anyway yeah but you don't drink it so concentrated it was and i think that's what it was was a concentration because yeah when you drank it it came right off the top and i just got nothing but a it was a slimy slug Uh, down the pie hole and i was like yeah It's gross, man. <laughs> it was rough, yeah, guys. it was pretty gnarly. It was uh, in the do it bitch punishment uh, from earlier. Next level. I was yeah. so bummed out. I blew that one topic. Songs with a, a woman's name in the title. Do you want to reboot? I mean, you of, of anybody on this show, I figured you were going to dust that one. You know what happened? I, w- I had a whole system going on, and then I started getting cute and doing... Jay, uh, Pistol fingers. Calbert over here. I started playing around with Virginia going, yeah, I'm going to get you. All pew, right. pew, pew, pew. And then you called me. If I would have just done Billy Joel's catalog, that would have got me three. You want to make good? Ten seconds. Okay. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> Songs with a woman's name in how, well, the how title. Ma- how much do I get? I need to do, I, need, I think six I had to get. I think it was six. Yeah. You got four, I think. Damn. Okay. Ready? Your time begins now. Michelle, uh, Hold on, I can't. <laughs> I'm not ready, dog. Wow, well, okay. damn! You uh, went twice. Did not go very well. <laughs> oh man, it's worse. Wow. 
Uh, Michelle. <laughs> Done. I forgot my strategy. It's too much, Kevin. It's okay, the, yeah. It's right. the podcast, man. <laughs> Relaxing time. It's so hard. You think that'd be a get around the bird be crushing. I got it now. You, you just it. made me spritz. I got it. <laughs> you goofy. I got, all right, I got it. Okay, go. Delilah, Amber, uh, Christy Lee, Michelle. Amy, Ma- Monica. Okay. Did I, how many I get? Uh, Five, I, Christy I think. Lee. Five. Christy Lee's okay. a song. Right. Monica's a song. Amber's mm-hmm. a song. Okay. Delilah. That's hey there, four. it's Hey There, Delilah. No, there's another. Oh, there Delilah. is. Delilah. Okay. I thought it was Elvira. <laughs> it is. Elvira. I think I'm getting my giddy up, Oof. giddy up, mow, Maybe mow. that's just not your category. <laughs> Mandy, you dick. Sarah, Mandy. Rosanna, Casey's mom, Joanna, Billy Jean. Yes. Yeah. There's, uh, like I said, there's about 150 options. Damn. Isn't that problem. crazy when you put that timer on? Just the blankness that happens. It got you. Sometimes when there are yeah. so many options, it does like clank you. It's, there's, you could have overly, you could have over option overload. Just too much. Too much. It's kind of like Cheesecake Factory's menu. Okay. It's, it's, I love, I love Cheesecake Factory, but you do get in that, that kind of mode of going, oh, fuck, page it's 27. an 87 page book. It is. It's a lot. I think there's, there, there's a science behind that. Mm-hmm. Not to have too many options. Okay. Got an email from Sean, and uh, he uses Do It Bitch as a class activity. He's a college professor, and he teaches advertising and communication courses. Oh, I love this. Look at us. In in college? Yeah, and before the graded presentations, he kind of warms them up and plays a fun little game. And so, you know, he he calls, uh, you know, the tricky part is that I couldn't really bring a game called Do It Bitch to class. So I took (laughs) off the bitch part, called the game Do It. They got really into it, and it's funny watching them try to gamble and guess. And one of the answers someone gave for pizza toppings was salt. The whole class lost it. His nickname was Salt for the rest of the class. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Wow, look at us. Inspiring young minds. Yeah. So there you go. It's a very proud moment, I think. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Yeah, so there you go. On there having fun. He said, thanks again for what you do and being such an educational show from one scholar to another. Damn. Look at that respect. Huh? Street cred. Yeah. How, how many uh, woman names could you do for that category if, if you got 10 seconds? Um, I think I'd be okay at seven. Seven? I think seven would be about right. I mean, I know we named a lot of them, so people would be like, Riggy, resettle them. You know, <laughs> and that's what I'll do. And, is that the, the you know, tone? Maybe I need to come back tomorrow. And try. Is that how people talk? Yeah, they, they, I'm not impressed. We just named all those. <laughs> and by the way, you're not big either, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say I'd probably be about my mark. Because it is, it is tough. And there, there are some of these that you get right on it because you, you want to go with Amy, Beth, Sarah. You know, that you can spit out really fast. Quick. Because some of them, you know, come on, Eileen. There's three words instead of just one. You're right. And the the you had a you had a category in there, I think uh, federal holidays. Yeah. That was easy because you could just go through each month and pick out the holiday. Yeah, I thought that one was pretty tough. And uh, you did really well on that. You, you I think you're right. That, like if, if you would have said which one are you gonna do well on, 
I'm like, he's going to crush it on the songs and he's going to fall apart when it comes to the calendar. And it was the exact opposite. It's so odd. I know so many songs with, with a woman's name in there. And even as I sit here, I'm struggling trying to remember them. You're a weird bird. Qua qua. <laughs> uh-huh. Very fast. Too close to it. Maybe. Mm hmm. Uh,. What is the uh, song Virginia? There's several with your name. Come in it. out, Virginia! Don't make me but wait. That's not in the not title. In the title. Though. But uh, meet Virginia What's, by train. Yeah, meet Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Meet Virginia. There's another one too about leave Virginia alone, which I wish more people would do. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a weird song. It's by Rod Stewart, I think. Okay. Yeah, there's uh, several. There's one I played for you not too long ago. There's uh, The Head and the Heart did a song called Virginia, Wind in the Night. It's a really good song, actually. Virginia, don't die like you used to. You got to go check it out. The Head oh, and the Heart. You right. should look at that. It's, it's your namesake song, Virginia. You should I, be familiar with it. I love it. The mm-hmm. Ghost of Virginia. That's a song that's out there. I love working with the guys from Atoll Vodka. You know, they have jumped into so many of our fun events, and now we do them together, and that's so fun. They're local. They give back a portion of proceeds to autism charities. Yeah, really amazing stuff. Atoll Vodka. It's delicious. It's got a crisp citrus finish, and it pairs so nicely with everything. You're going to love the way it tastes. You're going to love giving it as a gift, and you're going to love that they pay back to local charities. Atoll Vodka. Pick it up for yourself at mashandgrape.com. Got an email from Virginia, and she said, I was listening to you guys talking about uh, Virginia, meeting another Virginia that was like her. (laughs) Well, tell Virginia that I, too, am a Virginia with many similarities. I love it. Birth date, July 15th, 1973. That's right by me. Dark hair, light skin, big boobs. Have an eight-year-old little boy. I think champagne qualifies as a breakfast beverage. Raspy voice, hates men. This girl's my spirit animal. Yeah, said back in the day, probably could have kept up with the partying. But yeah. Now probably could only hold her purse now. It 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 takes a toll on your soul. Oh, here's <laughs> here's the part where Virginia's like, I'm gonna slow down, Kev, until fucking Mardi Gras. Yeah. <laughs> where she rages as if she's rushing for a fraternity. Did you uh, rage this weekend, Virginia? I wasn't gonna. Okay. And then Panda actually started drinking and it made me drink. Because when the Bills were down, we do crown when you're down. And so the Dolphins took the lead, I think, in the third quarter. And Panda poured himself the most mammoth shot I've ever seen anybody take. And I I can't let my baby drink alone. Did y'all have drunk sex? We did not. We had Rocco. And so he's... And after a Bills win? It's kind of a cock block. (laughs) Rocco. (laughs) Man, those damn kids, right? <laughs> when we when we do get, like, Rocco went to go play with his friend the other day, and we mm. had a window of opportunity, and so we did. So those happen. But, you know, it, Rocco can't go play with his friend at, you know, 9, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So it's limited. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the only day you kind of knocked <laughs> it up. They can't ever, they can't ever nap? <laughs> no. He does not nap. He does not seem like a kid that ever... I can see him not wanting to go to bed. He would never have the patience for a nap. He's too busy 
doing stuff, rewiring the house. I don't know what he does, but he's got like, he's got a whole command center set up in his bedroom now. He added another television. Now he's got four TVs. Do you have fun when Panda drinks? Yeah. Yeah, he gets a little loose. Yeah, I'm sure it's fun. He gets a little loose, but, you know, at the naughty party, Panda started drinking. He doesn't have a governor. And so he doesn't realize that he can't go hard because he doesn't go. Mm-hmm. So he went too hard at the naughty party and was puking out on the golf course behind our house. And then we had to put Panda to bed at like 11 o'clock. Oh, okay. At the naughty party. That was early. I mean, I think everybody going to get a lot of hand at that thing. The naughty party definitely put some hair on your nipples. You have to make it to the next one, Kev. Plan on it for next year. Okay, next year's naughty potty. Yeah, okay. I don't know if the queen would like it. And there's too many people she doesn't know. Yeah, she don't get down like that. And she anymore, she doesn't really want to be around that level of crazy anymore. I even notice like when Caitlyn and her friends are around, and you'll see Cheyenne starts kicking it up a notch. She's like, "Let's get out of here." She's like, "Is this getting to?" It's going to get a little squirrely. Well, that's next level. It is. Is. I can't is. handle Cheyenne. I couldn't yeah. handle that. I've seen the videos. I mean, this girl is yeah. epically raging. Well, I, th- I think for the queen, a big part of it for her, too, is she's really trying to, like, she, you know, she drinks and drinks a good bit, but she's trying not to get out of control or tipsy or noticeably inebriated. So, uh, our, especially Cannon, he notices. Oh, so, I'm sure. And he takes notes and talks about it and all that kind of stuff. And she hates when she gets to that level. So she knows that she's still got the devil in her. So whenever she sees it going on, it's either I got to get out or I'm going to join in. And she just, she doesn't want to go that it's too tempting for her because she's, she, she still got that crazy. And if she just let it go, oh yeah, she would tear loose. But then, yeah, but then she doesn't want the, the judgment the judgy eyes and she feels like bad mom and all that stuff. So we, I, I, I get it. I'm like, I, I need to probably go too. Cause I'm the same way. I'll freaking turn into David Lee Roth. Some, in of, us, some of us should feel like bad mom, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it, she really yeah, twinges her conscience. Yeah, you're going to get judged regardless. No doubt. If That's gonna, true. If, if you're going to give me the judgment, might as well give me the drink too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this Virginia, she said, I actually have a funny story of uh, begin anew, getting her and I mixed up after I've been there. I've been dying to come to an event to tell her the story. Hopefully I'll be able to get uh, one of your upcoming events to meet her and all of you guys. Well, that's too funny. They thought you were me? Yeah. Like, oh, I love you on the radio. She's like, I'm not on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> that, that happens to me sometimes when people think I'm Kevin and you don't want to correct them. Well, I'll be out places with my husband, who's also named Kevin, and oh. he introduces himself as Kevin. I don't. I introduce him as Panda because I don't want the weirdness. People meet him, and then they see us kiss, and they're like, oh, my gosh, Virginia just kissed Kevin. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, yeah. <laughs> he has to be Panda, but it, when he tells people his name is Kevin, I'm like, oh. I can see how that would and breed then the some rumors confusion. go around. Right. Oh my You're gosh, like, oh did my, you know? She grabbed his ass. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. I knew it. It's crazy, right? <laughs> we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. 
We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, yeah, so that was some of the stuff going on over the weekend. Other than uh, all that, I, uh, I found a show that I really uh, got into. It was on uh, Travel Channel. It's called uh, Beyond the Unknown. Ooh. And it's good because it's about five quick little stories. And it's stuff that you would hear on Jaybird's Weird and Whatever. It's anything from alien stuff to just odd things. Some of it's interesting things in history. Or, like, there was one story about this guy who... He was an antique dealer, especially in musical instruments. And somebody comes in and says, hey, this has been passed down to my family. I think it might be worth something. And it's a violin. It has an inscription on it. And long story short, the guy finds out that this is one of the violins from the Titanic. No The way. band director of the Titanic was engaged and had been given this violin from his fiance before he went on the Titanic because that was a big break for him. Like his life was made. He was coming back to get married. Everything was going to be awesome. He's the one that had the band out there on the deck playing until the ship went down. I mean, talk about a man that was true to the music. As soon as the water started to come up over him, he strapped and tied the uh, violin to his chest. And when they pulled his body out of the water, the violin was still on his chest and they returned it to his fiancée. Wow. Who never married ever in her life and then passed the violin down from generation to generation. And this one, you know, guy now, of course, hard up for money is like, Hey, I don't know. It's just in the family. And the guy who knew the musical instruments, he could tell it was legit looked at the inscription and she had inscripted it to him from her. And they're like, Oh my gosh, that's the band director of the Titanic. And now it's in a museum, a Titanic museum. You know, what's awesome about that too. He, he loved, he loved being a musician. He loved it that much. Yeah. I I love, that's a great story. Yeah. So that's what it is. It's beyond the unknown. And it's just all these tiny little stories that take maybe 10 minutes tops to tell. And there's about five of them per episode. I was learning so much stuff that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I never heard that. Like, there's a story out of Key West. You know the East Mortello Museum? That's where they have Robert the Doll? Yes. Apparently, there's a whole bunch of other oddities that they have there. And it's the old fort, which is uh, what they have there in uh, Key West. And have you ever heard the story of Count Carl von Kossel? No. I had never heard this story either. But it's one that you would think you would know, being in South Florida as long as we have. This guy, he really was a nut job. He called himself Count Carl von Kossel, but he wasn't a real count. His actual name was Carl Tanzler, and he came from Germany where he lived with his wife and two daughters. But apparently he just left them and is now living it up in Key West. He recreated a whole identity where he was a yeah, count. He, was, he said he was a count. He said he had nine university degrees. He was a submarine captain and electrical inventor. And back it is kind of cool to move and then reinvent yourself. Well, then back then, were they going to Google you? Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can say shit like that. So he's living in this fantasy world, playing off like he's this you know, esteemed count. And while working at the Marine Hospital, he meets this 22-year-old Elena Hoyos. Now, the Count himself, he's an old dude. 
He looks like he's 60s at least. But he's a count, so he could probably pull a young tail. So this girl apparently is known for her beauty, this young Cuban girl. And so he gets fixated on her, but she shows up at this hospital because she gets tuberculosis, which, man, that was just running rampant this uh, time. And she was always pushing him off, but he falls madly in love with this Elena. And he convinced her parents that he could cure her with his special machines combined with these daily doses of tonics that he has. So, of course... The count can't do shit, and she winds up dying of oh, tuberculosis. Damn. This is where the story gets really weird. Oh. He kept her body and did weird things to it. She was first buried in a common grave, but the count said, oh, no, 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 no. I have a fancy above-ground mausoleum that I've designed for her. So her family not having money said, okay. So what he would do is he would go over, and he would see her body all the time, like every night he was there by candlelight. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so what happened, he believed that she could communicate with him through voice and song, and he claimed that Elena had begun to sing in her casket with a very soft, clear voice. It was always the same old Spanish song about a lover who opens the grave of his dead bride. So you see a theme here? Oh, I do. So he's there every night giving gifts and flowers. And then after two years, the count removes her remains from her tomb and takes him to a makeshift laboratory he had built inside the wingless fuselage of an old airplane that was behind the Marine Hospital where he lived. And then he started to work on her corpse. He was wiring it together using wax, plaster of Paris, and glass eyes, thinking he could bring her back to life. I mean, what the hell? He puts her in a wedding dress. And he starts to sleep with her like she's his wife. Oh, my gosh. And then to keep her body preserved, he uses all these various oils, chemicals, and perfume to mask the odor of the decomposition. And he continues working on her daily, trying to restore her facial features using mortician's wax. Well, of course, all these rumors start going around Key West about, hey, you know, I think this weird old count dude who lives in a plane behind the hospital has got a dead body in there. And Elena's sister, Nana kind of hears this and she goes and confronts the count and he tells her the truth about how he has her sister's corpse and even shows it to her. Oh my gosh. She calls the cops. He gets arrested and is charged with grave robbing and abusing a corpse and was convicted of grave robbery. But by the time the case went to trial, the statute of limitations expired. So he gets no sentence. So they put her corpse back on display, I guess, out of respect at a local funeral home, which that seems weird as hell to me. Yes. Let her rest. Yes. So people can now come see her again. What the hell? What the shit, man? So then her parents, not trusting the count, they put her in a metal box and bury it in a secret location. But the count didn't know that. He thought they put her back in the mausoleum. So he blows up her mausoleum with explosives. And the cracked nameplate from that mausoleum is still on display at the East Mortello Museum in Key West. You can see it all shattered and cracked, and they put it back together. It's an unreal story, isn't it? And I'm like, I'd never heard that. Count be creepy. The count was so meticulous with so many details, but really shitty with other stuff. It's weird. Yeah, absolutely. Why would you show the sister the body or the decomposing? And and how do you blow it up and? I don't know, man. You don't know the body's not in there, and you are so... uh, The Count's got some issues, and he's inconsistent. Yeah. 
It's pretty crazy. And no, it's not recent. I mean, this happened like turn of the century. So I think it was like 1920 or something around that, you know, where tuberculosis. And that's the one thing that I got from this uh, show was that, man, tuberculosis was taking a lot of bitches out. It was. That's, I think, how Doc Holliday died. Yeah, it might have been. And in fact, I remember, remember that old mental hospital I used to work at Ohio University? They had a tuberculosis hospital that was up the hill a little bit further. And if you got tuberculosis, they put you there because if it spread through the hospital, like everybody would be dying. So clearly they came up with a, a vaccination for that, right? Did yeah, they wound up, yeah, getting being able to cure it. Does the TBS ever come back now? Does I think it, it's one of those things that still, you know, lays dormant if we didn't TBS, have... it's a network. Yeah, it's back. <laughs> yeah. The, the Can't get rid of it. <laughs> So, but that's one of those ones we, you know, it's like a, a polio or a... Yeah, I think so, that, you know, because we have the medicines now, we can treat it and it's all good, but... Do, are those ever in risk of coming back in a different kind of like polio, but it's now yeah. kick you in the dick polio? I, I, I think that they do have, you know, concern of it morphing or, you know, changing into something else. Like, I think I'd heard that about maybe Black Death, you know, the plague that, okay, if it just mutated a bit... And came back that, you know, I think our medicine now that hopefully we can catch up with. I mean, you remember with what we had with, you know, COVID, how quickly they were able to try to put something together that seemed to be somewhat effective against it. The one that scared the shit out of me was that bird flu. When they were talking about, oh, yeah, no, the birds are coming and they are going to fuck your world up. They were almost basically saying Y'all buckle up because the birds are coming. And then it just went away. I remember that. There was sheer panic for like a week. Yes. And then poof. I mean, we're talking panic to where pe- people are going on. No, guys, the birds are coming. Remember, remember it has song. Yeah. I, I remember the media really getting behind that. So you wonder, dang, were they just fucking doing what the media does, getting people all hot and bothered? In the bad way. I know. Oprah was like, bird flu. It's real. Don't you remember that, Kevin? It being pretty serious for about a week and a half. Yeah. People thought it was over. We, we've always had that. And now that we've had an actual pandemic, can you imagine what's going to happen the next time? They're like, oh, my gosh. Bad cow, bird flu, whatever it might be, swine flu. People, oh. you, so you think if we have another something like, let's say not, let's not say... Let's take COVID out. There's a new kind of flu like that. Yeah. Do you think people would take it as serious or because of COVID, it would be, again, it would probably be polarizing and more fighting. Do you I, think- I don't know how it'll come off. And, you know, keep in mind, I mean, COVID was, was different than I think some of the other ones. You know, there were, there were some with COVID because COVID got to the point where did they really die of COVID? Yes or no. And so you didn't know. COVID was definitely a real thing. It was a bitch and took a lot of people out, no doubt. But I think when you had the tuberculosis and some of those other ones, uh, if you had the bubonic plague, the black death or anything like that, you kind of knew because you would have the sores. There was no doubt about it. The plague won't get political. Well, like with COVID for me, remember I I, I go and I'm diagnosed with, oh, you got bronchitis. I'm like, okay. And then I take a COVID test. Oh no, you got COVID. I'm like, you know, so (laughs) that was the thing where it could have been one of two things. And I still to this day, Probably had a little bit of both. I don't even know for sure. But if you had the Black Death, you knew. You know, ring around the posies, that was you had a ring sore that was on your face or all over your body. You had welts and pain, and there was no doubt. You weren't thinking, man, I don't know, maybe I have an upset tummy or maybe I got a bad turkey salad sub. 
No. Dang it. It was legit. It was legit. There was covered. no doubt. So it was a slam dunk when you have one of those. Ring around the rosy when you got when you're single is not it, it ain't cool. When you got face welts. <laughs> no, it's hard to get a date. It's hard to, if you're already, you know, wifed up. Mm-hmm. Somebody said we have one of the last tuberculosis hospitals in America in Lantana until it closed a short while ago. I had to have training for my job there and uh, was warned before it started that if it goes into lockdown, we had to stay put. It was super creepy. Wow. Lockdown for what? Don't know. Zombies? Zombies? (laughs) Crazy. H.J. Bird, Bud's Chicken and Seafood. Their corn fritters are so good. I had a corn fritter party the other night. Everyone that had the Bud's Chicken and Seafood corn fritters go, holy crud, Bird. These are amazing. If you have not tried the corn fritters, when you go to Bud's, make sure you try those babies. Dip them in one of their sauces, from their honey mustard to their barbecue to the Bud sauce and the Bird sauce. I grew up on Bud's. They do amazing food. Head up their website, Bud'sChicken.com. You can order online now, Bud'sChicken.com. Uh, Shelly and Sunrise, can you say the name of that show uh, again? Yes, it was Beyond the Unknown. I have the little Xfinity, so I just said Beyond the Unknown. It would pop it up, but it was on, uh, I think, Travel Channel or something like that. Okay. Was the I, thing. I couldn't agree with you more. I've seen it before, and I love the fact that there are shorter segments, and they're just kind of cut pretty quick. Yeah, super quick story. So if you're not really feeling one, you can fast forward to 10 minutes, and you get another story. And like I said, it's not all just weird stuff. It was anything from just... You know, you had aliens, you had your Bigfoot, you had that kind of stuff in there. But, you know, there was other stuff of just odd fascination, like the violin story in the Titanic. Historical shit. Yes. Oh, Kevin gets down with that history. I love history, too, man. Yeah, I'd never heard that story. I mean, what an amazing story of the violin. Anytime you can, I know, that's what I love. We do a thing on Weird Whatever called Denny's Random Facts, and he'll, he'll find some stories throughout history that you didn't even know existed. And there's there's so many of those kind of stories out there, kind of like a lot of the cryptozoology kind of creatures. There's a lot of sightings and stories, whether it be mm-hmm. folklore or legit sightings that back in the 50s that we don't even know. Pe- people in the States have no idea that we're even out there. There's a lot sure, of great stories yeah. out yeah, there. Yeah, a lot of the stories that I saw on that I, I hadn't heard before. Or if I had heard them, it solidified it more in my brain. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like they had the Lizzie Borden in there, and I was like, okay, I kind of forgot what happened in that story. I never knew that there was there was on both sides during the Vietnam War. Both sides saw what they thought was a jungle slash mm-hmm. Bigfoot slash alien kind of a creature, Yikes. where they thought it was it would eat soldiers on both sides. And there's reports of both camps going, yeah, we saw that. That that's we we witnessed that. And okay. They have no like some kind of a weird creature. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are they both lying? Right. Yeah. Well, football is starting to wrap up, so I need to start getting TV shows to uh, watch. So load me up with all those. I want to check it out. I'm I'm watching right now uh, the 1923. That is the Yellowstone prequel. It's got Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren in it. Acting's really good. If you want to start dressing like a cowboy, you let me know. I know. Seriously, I'm, I'm looking at all that stuff. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> man, I, I'm thinking I might join you. Just yeah, I need to go to the fair and pick uh, up a new outfit. It's just the beginning. Just the beginning. Just the beginning? Okay. There's so many cowboy booths. There is, I was shocked of, of how expensive the cowboy hats were. This stuff was cheap. 
the cowboy hat was in the two hundred eighty to three hundred fifty dollar range. And I think the boots can. I, I think you can also, you know, find deals. I remember when I was in Nashville on Broadway, they had buy one pair get three free or something crazy like that. But I, I think I remember seeing some boots one time. They were custom made. They were about a thousand dollars. Damn. I think you can drop a ton of money on boots depending upon what happens. Yeah, I mean, dressing like a cowboy. Freaking ain't cheap, man. Well, this is a costume cowboy hat. That's right. made yeah. of felt. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. you can hear it. It's very hard. Right. <laughs> and you can get fake leather boots. You can get pleather boots. Yeah, I mean, cowbird don't care being too authentic. No, cowbird's on a budget. That's right. Yeah. What are we doing here? 350 bucks for a cowboy hat? Shit that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, once you want to know, there's a lot coming up. Uh, Outer Banks. Oh, that's right. Outer Banks comes back. You... Is also coming oh, back yeah, to no, Netflix. Yeah. That's going to be huge. Yep. Uh, Mandalorian season three is out March 1st. I'm curious to see how they're going to wrap that up because Bubba Fett was part of that. And I didn't love mm. Bubba Fett's here. It, it, I know. It was pretty shitty. The only good parts were the Mandalorian stuff. And that's kind of hurt me because I don't really want to watch the Bubba I Fett, but I want to be lost in the storyline. Why did you hate it? I hated how it ended. I hated it. They made Bubba Fett's. Oh, oh you no, got him. He it. went right into it, too. You see how quickly he went into it? All right, little lady. Don't fuck with Cowbird. He couldn't wait. <laughs> I, went to, I still want to tell you about wait. it. Gonna, he couldn't wait. We're going to walk to the parking lot together, and I'm still fucking telling you about the Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm going to have to just take it. <laughs> yeah, after doing that to him. I got some stuff I got to get out. There you go. All right. Well, you can always send us those emails and suggestions. <laughs> Mail at kbjshow.com. <laughs> Y'all have a great Tuesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs> Goodbye.